0: It's Friday, April 3rd. This is a COVID-19 update. What can you do to prepare for the next 3 months, 6 months, and 12 months? You might be surprised with some of my recommendations of what I'm thinking of doing. Let's get started. Would you rather talk
1: about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks, and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck.
0: Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing and our investments for your entertainment purposes. It's been an interesting day. If you've been listening to the podcast, particularly the last one, I talked about perhaps getting back to normal in a few weeks. And having listened to our political leaders just today, uh, our Premier of Ontario, Mr. Ford, said it was going to be a lot longer. And uh, they talked a lot about different models. And I've spent some time looking at these models, not just these, but others that are created. And what I can tell you is the majority, in fact, all of these predictive models, remember, they're predicting what might happen. I was intrigued when I looked at what Sweden is doing now, and Sweden is basically, uh, you know, putting it up to the people that live there, telling them what they expect, that they expect people to go to work, but if they have any symptoms to stay home, they're asking all vulnerable people and seniors not to leave their homes. But for the most part, they're suggesting that people social distance, but still go out and engage in business and go to restaurants. They're just different, but they're still engaged. And, and their rates are not that high as far as those that are documented to have caught uh, COVID-19. The majority of the world, however, has gone a different route. And, and I think if, if we all did that you know, together for three to four weeks and we, we just didn't go anywhere... It would be very successful. Unfortunately, it just takes a few people to continue to go out and party or, or congregating groups, and then we have the problem starting all over again. So, there's a great deal of, of misinformation. There's a great deal of assumptions being made or conclusions being made about the future. I always tell people if they if, they, if someone can tell you they can predict the future, ask for lottery numbers because. Um, they obviously can do that too. It's important to be cautious, and obviously you, you need to follow the law if wherever you live, they're, they're requiring it. In Canada, that's for all of us to stay in and not go out other than buying groceries and always maintaining that social distance. But I want to talk today about what's happening so, so last Saturday, I, I did a podcast. And if you've listened, I, I talked about two weeks. It doesn't look like it's going to be two weeks now. I think it's month to month. So I think there'll be an evaluation every month. Uh, the good news is the testing is getting much better, and they can test for antibodies to see if you've had it, which by their definition, I guess that means you're somewhat immune. So that may cause changes as well. But we're probably a month or two away from that kind of uh, common testing. Um, today, the federal... Um, um, representative and expert Scientologist scientist said that approximately four percent of the people that they tested had the virus. Now, if you think about that for a moment, so a hundred thousand people have symptoms of coughing or you know temperature and symptoms that require testing. And when they do the testing, only four four um, uh, people out of every hundred. Uh, would have the uh, coronavirus or the COVID nineteen. So there's some there's some really strange things going on with um, with that. They're also not obviously testing people who don't have symptoms. So it could be that millions of Canadians or millions of Americans have this uh, virus and have had mild or or no symptoms and have stayed home or um, uh, not reported and and as a result not been tested. So let's talk about a three month, a six month, and a twelve month plan. I say this because one of the things that we see happening, and there's a great deal being written already, but we know this from history, that as we begin to lose more and more control of our daily lives by uh, waiting for the next announcement, it can lead to not just issues of financial insecurity, but also depression and other mental health issues. So one of the important things I think you need to think about is how can you create yourself a system where you can control the next three months, six months, and 12 months of your investing life. The first thing is you have to be confident with what you're doing. So if you have funds in a retirement account or an investment account, hopefully you've, you've, um, you've put some cash aside in the past and you have some insurances. I like to talk about it. So you have that taken care of. So every day you don't really care what happens in the stock market because you're, you're protected and you're, you're smart with, with what you're doing there. So let me go through the seven different steps. If you're suddenly faced with a layoff or suddenly your business has closed, um, you're unable to go to work or you're just not able to work because, like most people, the economy's totally been shut down. Now, the first thing you want to look at for your three-month plan is, do you have any income? So depending on uh, your work situation, and we're not talking government. Government is actually number seven, so we're not talking government income can come from investments or can come from part-time work you're still doing so write that down for your three-month plan how much income you have the second identify needs versus wants specifically so you can't go anywhere you're not supposed to be really going out socially or doing anything else so we're talking um, needs being food shelter um, And really, food and shelter are the main ones. Other ones we'll we'll talk about, but list all of your needs versus wants. So if you need to take medication, if you have other uh, things you need to take care of, so that would be number two. The third, look for other work. That may be a strange recommendation, given the number of unemployed out there, but looking for other work means that you may look at a different way to do your work. There are a number of new industries popping up, home delivery services, um, all kinds of new sort of um, things are happening. Or number three could also relate to how you can leverage your existing skills and experience into some other form or occupation. The fourth, take a look at what your expectations are. We're going to talk about this at, at number six when we talk about retirement funds. But. We have, we have uh, expectations about how our life should be. And, and this sudden change from COVID-19 meant we had to look at things differently. So I want you to take a look at things. Everything's open for discussion. Everything is open for discussion. So you, if you have a garage full of things you're not using, ask yourself, is there any way I can turn any of this into income or cash? Can you negotiate with anybody? So we've heard of all kinds of uh, programs being involved where the banks technically are supposed to um, give you a chance to not pay your mortgage for a couple times, and then they'll add that to your principal, whatever it may be. But I'm talking about negotiating for other costs. Is there a way for you to negotiate um, and be able to do a win-win with a local farmer? Let's assume you have a local farmer who may have uh, beef or chickens or eggs is there a way for you to negotiate and get a, a good price where the farmer still feels that they're being um, you know not taken advantage of and you as a buyer are going to get better quality food for less the other part with that i want to add is is with is that you, you look at starting garden uh, we're almost into the spring now what garden what seeds can you get when you're at the grocery store what what seeds you may have at home can you order some online And plan on, you know, working with your family to create some form of garden at home for food. And that's not only for yourself and your family, but perhaps to share with neighbors. It only takes two to four tomato plants, depending on the tomato plant. You're going to have all kinds of tomatoes in the summer. So there's all kinds of things you want to start planning now to be able to um, negotiate. Uh, The other part with that comes with things like hydro bill and your taxes, I'm not sure if you knew this, but for, for most municipalities, um, if you don't pay your taxes, yes, they charge you interest, but it, you could not pay taxes for well over a year before it gets sort of nasty. Now, it's not something you want to do right away. It's the same with the power. I don't believe anyone's going to be in trouble with their hydro bill if they don't pay it or, or for a while if they can't. Um, you need to understand that, that these are large government organizations, power, power, heat, water, the municipalities. If you're renting in a duplex, think for a moment. It could be a retired couple, and you could your rent could be their entire income. So if you're having trouble with rent, sit and talk with them, but make sure you understand that they should be up there with your food costs. And, and you know, you want to make sure you understand it's a need, not a want when it comes to taking care of that. Number six really has to do with my look where you take a different look at your life. You had no expectations a month ago that you would even think about accessing any retirement funds you may have, any insurance policies you may have that have cash value where you maintain the insurance, um, but you take some of the cash if it's possible. You want to look at that probably not for the first three months if you can or even the six months, but if you're planning for 12 months, think about that perhaps in your seventh or eighth month if you have to. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be needed beyond three months, but I think if you have a plan, it's helpful because your mind can rest at ease knowing that you have a plan in place. Retirement funds, generally, if you have an RSP in Canada, obviously those funds hold back, and who knows by then what will happen with the government doing that, but they may hold back or not the uh, 30% for taxes, but you will get that back anyway if you're not working. Uh, the second part with that has to do with any other ways to access those retirement funds, where you can use the funds but not be hit with taxes. Now, number seven is is what really many people think is number one, which is the government plans that have been announced. I'm I'm not that optimistic that uh, the majority of these government plans are going to be um, you know initiated seamlessly and that people will be able to access them. I hope I'm wrong, but those are a bonus if you can work through number one or six without number seven which is the government plans and get to a point where you're comfortable knowing that you have your needs met for three months or six months or 12 months and the government programs happen to work then that's great Um, one of the things i didn't talk about was a a line of credit if you if you have that available it's very difficult to get now if you have an open one up but if you have that that can be also with number six as far as retirement funds. It's a, uh, not a last resort, but it's a resort that you would use to maintain your, um, your needs of food and, and so forth. So when you look at this overall plan for three months, sit down and look at what you believe to be your, your requirements financially. Look at how you're going to establish that. Now, if you're a business, uh, you may be doing the same. Uh, as a business, you want to look at three months, six months, twelve months. You can break that down by month if you want, but be very specific. And this shouldn't be like that exercise many of us probably deal with years dealt with years ago, where you know when a credit card bill would come, we just wouldn't open it. We wouldn't. We just sort of bury it, thinking, "Oh, if it's not there, I don't have to think about it." You need to think about this immediately, and you need to start talking to people. You need to start asking yourself, "Okay, here's my hydro bill." I need to call them and find out what's available for that hydro bill. How can I defer that? Can I defer it without interest? You should always ask that. Can I defer this hydro bill? Can I defer this gas bill without interest? Now, obviously, that's if you're in need. If your cash flow for needs um, is going to be um, less than you're going to need to survive. Now, hopefully, most of us won't need a survival plan. We can look at this and say, okay, I have that. It's like insurance. I have that there. But I won't need it. But by establishing it, you've eliminated that sort of thought from your mind as far as needing to spend a lot of of time worrying about government. And I think most of the things you'll notice that I've talked about are things that you can control. Um, Number seven, which is government programs, you really can't control. Obviously, you want to sign up for all of them. You want to be involved if you can, regardless of your status but try to work through and see if you can do uh, the majority of this without any of that type of assistance and then whatever you can add in would be exceptional. The final thought I wanna have and leave with you is that one of of the things you need to think about when you hear news as we heard today from the Premier of Ontario, which was very negative and the, the speculators as far as what the model will look like down the road, is that one thing as humans we all have in common is we survive birth. Now, if you think about that for a minute, um, that's an incredible physical and psychological, you know, taxing sort of experience. Not just for you as a child, but later for you as a mom, if if you're listening and and you've had children, it's very challenging, very very difficult. You also have likely had very significant things happen where there were barriers placed in front of you and you overcame those barriers whether that be a health scare or a health health issue whether that be in a relationship or professionally if you're involved with sports at any level certainly you experience loss and failure and boundaries of barriers sorry and and people were putting things in front of you where if you're an entrepreneur for sure uh, if you're an investor as we've talked about there are significant barriers You've overcome all of those. You've done it in the past, and you will do it today, and you'll do it in the future. So remember that. Be be empowered by your history of overcoming pain and suffering. There is a great deal, I would say probably 95 to 96% of this COVID-19 that we know nothing about. Um, The suggestion that people do is really... It's not okay because it can, it can sort of lead down a path of, of making panic just become even more of a panic, which becomes very different than the physical threat. Obviously, there's a physical threat. Obviously, because we don't know very much about this, we need to take all the precautions we can. We really don't know, which is even more reason why. Until we do, we need to continue to focus on uh, isolating socially and also making sure... We take care of our families. I'm Henry for Shrink Money Advice. Have an amazing week. I'll talk to you again soon. Take care.
1: You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's a w e sound.com.